0: the fuck is up denny's it's the king with the boys coming to you live from the jojatorium it's adam and matt bringing you some hometown flavor from adam's vacation over in columbus ohio but before we get into that i have to remind everybody the bruise and bruises festival is going on in september now i know i've been telling you about this one but the details just keep coming out so on september 18th of this year the bruise and bruises festival takes place at the green tree Sportsplex. tickets are up and are on sale right now so a breakdown is uh, you can get VIP tickets, and that gets you a catered private bottle share and early admission. The early admission gets you into the event one hour earlier than everybody else. And then, of course, general admission lets you in at 1 p.m. And it's also my understanding Mr. Zane let me know that the VIP ticket holders may get a special little surprise. Um, if I know anything about Mr. Zane, it's going to be something cool because he is just – like he thinks outside the box. So it's going to be a really cool thing. Um, There are so many great local breweries That are going to be on this list And we are a part of it Bash Brew uh, will be there Tossing out some of the best brews of the Berg And also too you can come on down And maybe there will be some decaying with the boys gear there For you to snatch up as well Please do not forget, there will be live professional wrestling at this event. Um, so go over to uh, TicketTaylor.com and search for Bruise and Bruises Festival. And as always, you can check out their Facebook page, Brews Bruise and Bruises Festival. Get your tickets now because this event, much like everything else in Pittsburgh, will sell out. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. I can't <sighs> wait to get there. And also, too, I haven't been to a professional wrestling event, I think. Ooh,
1: it's been since like middle school it's been a long time for me
0: i think the last time you and i saw anything really live together we went to that ufc fight which was a blast which was a blast luke rockhold really uh, yeah
1: i thought that might be except for like a pirate game and maybe a pens game that might be the last live sports thing i've ever got i've is the ufc
0: i think i got to go to a penguins game before the pandy really kicked off and and i went to
1: one the season before the pandy season. Yeah. yeah
0: so speaking of local flair adam you did get to go to columbus ohio um and if you haven't seen any of adam's trip pictures just go on his instagram or his facebook right now bash underscore brew where you can check out all the beers he has available for you uh to drink as well but you get to see some of the cool places that adam got to go to um so adam i just want you to like Just let us know, man. Like, how cool was Columbus for you?
1: Sure, it was great. Uh, Came back a good five pounds heavier. Uh, (laughs) Bunch of drinking, drank and ate our way around Columbus. Yeah. Uh, Did not think about calories for a second, um, but got a lot of rest. Uh, Had a good time with my wife and my dog, Tucker. So uh, it's good to be back.
0: Yeah, man. The coolest picture. I I like two pictures that you put up. One because you're being a fat kid like I would be, and you had the oysters and the tasters of beer. Two triple IPAs. <laughs> <I read. laughs> so just liquid calories on top of like semi liquid calories because yeah. oysters are like kind of amorphous themselves. But and then the other picture was of uh, of Tucky Dog just having a blast at the Brew Dog. That Hotel. was
1: like within the first ten minutes of yeah. getting there, and he was just he's so ecstatic. excited. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was awesome and the uh oyster picture the oysters were from hoof hearted tap room nice. in uh, downtown columbus yeah and the they were good on their own but the best part was they had a chimichurri horseradish aioli like mix good lord for on the oysters yeah and i wish i could have put that on
0: everything, everything. yeah yeah, was yeah. Delicious. As i was already say that's the thing that i would probably put on like a nice lobster roll and probably just go
1: to town. Man. It would have been great on that. I even had, ta- like I ordered the um, carnitas and the barbacoa tacos nice. after yeah. the oyster appetizer. Smart. And I wish I kept some of the sauce yeah. on those too. Good Lord. Man.
0: Yeah. That's, oh, dude, now I need to go to Columbus. Not so much for the beer before the, uh, for the dip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's about it. So, speaking of Columbus and the great time you had, it's my understanding that you actually got to shake hands and rub elbows with some of the cool brewers over there, too. And you brought back something for us to share.
1: Yeah. So, one of my favorite uh breweries we visited during the vacation was Two Tones Brewing out of Whitehall, Ohio. And they were a summer, So, not Whitehall,
0: Pennsylvania. Not Whitehall, Pennsylvania. <laughs>
1: Whitehall, Ohio. It's a, I would say it was about 15 minutes. My geography is a little bad. I would say, uh, but 15 minutes east of downtown Columbus.
0: I would like to say if like geography's bad, but if you say 15 minutes east, you're doing way better than me. Cause yeah. Is, is east to the right or the left?
1: You are looking at the map? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right,
0: right. Righty <laughs> easty, westy, le- lefty.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's Two Tones Brewing. Uh, it's two guys that started at the Met College, College, uh, college buddies. Uh, one named Anthony, one named Tony, so two tones bring. Nice, um, I did meet one of these two gentlemen the day we were there, which was nice. He was actually tending in front of house. Um, so as the crowd died down, I got to pick his ear a little bit. We talked beers. Then we started talking bourbon, then shots. Nice. May or may not have gotten poor if the Ohio Liquor Board's listening. <laughs> there was no liquor. There was a lot of water
0: <laughs> and licensed beer sales. He did not
1: sell the liquor, so... Yeah, he was just uh, showing us what he had. Yeah, um, but the thing that stood out and the thing he seemed most proud about was this crumble vanilla cookie ale. Shut up. So uh, what is it again? I brought it here today. It's a, it's a vanilla cookie ale okay. called Crumble, and um. uh, as he he explained to me that they do different versions of this um throughout the year okay so like going into fall they'll do like a snickerdoodle they'll do like Christmas cookie ones at Christmas time they have some like chocolate versions for Valentine's Day that's really cool um so anytime I'm passing through Columbus now I'm going to see what crumbles yes. they have on for and this I'm, trip and I'm going believe... to Venmo the shit out of you yeah. too by <laughs> way. For this trip I think this was the only they just had the original on okay. but I got brought a bunch of it back so
0: thank you
1: let's uh pour this and yeah Hawaii. let's do
0: that so while Adam pours this beer uh just let you guys know that there were so many cool responses to uh some of the pictures that adam put up over in columbus and we're finding out more and more about how some of these beers are going to make their way into pennsylvania so you got to keep your eyes peeled i know Hoofhearted is here already they have some great beers that you can find all over the place um and i know and i can already tell right now by the way i can smell this thing yeah and it's an arms on the way for me if this comes around I may have to go into Adam Bashline vacation mode and not care about calories. So let's dive into this thing. Cheers. Cheers brother. Wow. Off the rip vanilla off the rip vanilla. That was incredible. And plus the color looks really good.
1: Yeah. So of course I yeah. drank a bunch of these while I was there. Yeah. Um, totally holds up in the can. No oxidization. The carbonation's great. Um, I, what I like about it is you get all that vanilla cookie, but it's yeah. not a sugar bomb. Like your no. teeth don't hurt. It doesn't come off as dessert, necessarily. No, um, it's a it's subtle, but it's there.
0: I like how it has. Like you're right. Like the vanilla is very sharp up front, but not too sharp. It's it's rounded to a certain degree, but like it doesn't make me go a sip. Then I got like okay, I gotta wait a second. You're, it has a. It's crispy at the end, yeah. although it's, which is really nice. It has almost like a, like a traditional ale finish, but it has that nice uh, sugar snap at the beginning wonderful beer two tones you are killing it man we would i'm gonna, I'm gonna throw us out there right now i'd love to have them uh come on the podcast sometime to talk more about this because this is an
1: incredible beer yeah uh, t- tony or anthony who whomever i talked to you, if we just you say were very tony. nice <laughs> yeah. tony was a great guy um and i i believe his partner would be too uh, they were, he was just very down to earth willing to answer any questions yeah um they yeah. also did some killer like traditional crispy ales, nice. Um I, I could
0: definitely see where they could go. Yeah. Well, this like this like I said before, this has that traditional finish to it. So I I, I would lo- you know what the Anderson Clan's going to take a trip to Columbus. Yeah. Only one of them's going to be drinking. But yeah. That's okay.
1: <laughs> and then their, their West Coast IPA was probably my favorite thing they had nice. on. Probably my favorite IPA of the trip. To be okay. Honest. Wow. And then they had a very interesting Irish red. That they brewed Ooh. with juniper berries, so it had like a gin, yeah, quality to it. Uh, it was also awesome.
0: That sounds phenomenal. Fino- I do love a good juniper berry, uh, so I never heard about it being in beer before. So that sounds like it'd be. Uh,
1: I've a- had it in like saisons before. I've yeah. never had it in anything that malty. That's and it was, awesome. It was good. Um, And this beer comes in at 5.8%. I forgot to mention that. Oh. So not going to wreck you for being like a a pastry ale.
0: Yeah. I could tell you right now, too, that it's another cold, rainy day in Pittsburgh. And uh, I could see myself having a couple of these sitting next to a fire. Yeah. Uh, It's, it's, yeah, delicious, smooth.
1: It's somewhere between a sugar cookie and a Nella wafer. Yeah.
0: It's right in that. It plays so So, well. Great job, Two Tones. Really enjoy this one. Uh, Hopefully, you know, we can reach out to you. I'd love to have you on and talk more about what you guys do. Um so we're gonna go ahead and move into aew double or nothing predictions so uh double or nothing is basically the wrestlemania of aew right um this is where whenever aew was not even in place. This was, uh, you know, that the elite, Cody Rose, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and some others coming together and putting this, putting a card together a couple years ago that was phenomenal. And of course, you know, that evolved into AEW. So um, they've done a very good job of making these cards very spectacular. Um, I will say before we get into this, there are some spots where I'm like, mm, I'm not looking forward to that match. But when we get there, we'll talk about that. But as always, kicking off at uh, AW Double or Nothing um, is the Casino Battle Royale. So there are – what is it? Is it 10 ten? Ten
1: altogether? I thought it was 21. 20, yeah, okay. Right? They play that, off the casino thing. Because they have
0: the mystery entrant. Yeah. So uh, highlights here. We're seeing uh, Mr. Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., uh, QT Marshall, Penta El Cero Miedo, Cero Miedo, uh oh. You have Matt Seidel, Christian Cage, Matt Hardy, uh, Will Hobbs, and many, many more. Uh, and there's going to be a mystery entrant. Uh, and that's usually what they do every year. But the last one we saw, Mr. All Ego Ethan Page come out as a mystery entrant. So um, they don't they don't slack. I mean, there was a lot of flack whenever Christian Cage came out. But I like Christian Cage. I think the storyline he's in right now with Team Taz is phenomenal. Yeah, they, th- they didn't let him jump right to the title. I
1: think the so All Ego came out for that grab the ring or yeah, ladder the, match i think the, last year's casino battle royal might have been matt Sydal. it was yeah because right? he had he the slipped, botch yeah, oh yeah the which
0: they still make fun of yeah in storylines but i'll tell you this though matt Sydal lets it roll right off his back yeah. like a duck get it we'll talk about that later too <laughs> uh. so uh out of all these people i i you know we're looking at a bunch of uh, upper mid carters in this one with some with some higher end talent. There's a lot of the Dark Order in here and then you see of course uh, a lot of the um, the Hardy family what, uh, yeah, operation or whatever he calls it the Hardy family whatever. I can't remember Corporation. It. Yeah, I don't know. What Something he's like that. It. Yeah, yeah. So I am going to let you know right now I hope that Penta wins because I love Penta so much and I think that um he has the ability to carry Carry a battle royale because I think he's done very well in, uh, like, six-man tags and ten-man tags. I think he could do really well there. But I also think he can carry a title if he got a shot. And I'd love to see him take down Kenny Omega. I think that'd be a really good match. That'd be a great match. Um, as for the mystery— I mean, they've
1: done it in the past, and it's been great. So like, Yeah. Or the title would
0: be be amazing, yeah. yeah give him 30 minutes and, and nobody interfere from the outside right. and just let him go. Um, and hopefully Penta comes away with it. For the mystery entrant, I don't even know right now because all the people that I would pick uh, are either tied up with belts in other divisions and other promotions or they've gotten hurt, like Will Os- Ospreay. Like I thought he was going to come through at some point. Um, I would say, and I might be stealing this from you, Tama. Maybe Tama comes out. I
1: love that. I actually didn't think of him but yeah I, it's him.
0: I think it'd be cool to have tama come out and then he could be it could be the start of like almost like the nwo like the wolf pack versus the originals
1: this just seems like a weird spot for him to come in because nobody's in from like the the elite group and nobody's yeah. in from like moxley and um oh gosh
0: eddie kingston kingston yeah sorry my favorite fucking dude i was I'm already crying. say, man um, Sorry, Eddie. Don't yell at us on yeah. camera because we'll get decimated. Yeah,
1: and Eddie, and, <laughs> who I think he would team like Tom would team yeah. up with is Eddie and and Mox. But
0: um, I think that'd be really cool to see the three of them.
1: So I don't over. know if that's him. Um, is your pick Penta? I'm gonna, then
0: I'm going to say Penta, and I'm going to say the mystery entrant. And I, I mean, it's fingers crossed. knock going hold my breath. Tama Tonga comes out and. All right. Comes to AEW.
1: So mine's one in the same, and it might not be exciting. And it might not even be what I hope happens. Yeah. But I think the mystery entrant's going to win it. And I think the mystery entrant is Paul White.
0: Oh, you know what? he's the guest commentator, about- yeah. so I think
1: he's just gonna get up from the desk and <laughs> roll in there. <laughs> well, no longer the big show. <laughs> um, if not him, I hope the mystery entrant is CM Punk, because I'll I'll just keep saying I'll that pop. until CM Punk shows up. I will
0: pop. Um, I'll punch my TV. <laughs>
1: but so my I'll I'll just go out on a limb and say my pick is Paul White. Um, but if it's not him, I hope it's Christian Cage. Just to like that'd be cool. I think he kind of got. Uh, stuck in this position because of yeah. an injury to Ricky Starks. So he like he deserves better. Yeah. But he also doesn't need the push or so I'm not sure right. about that. But I'll go with uh, kind of a letdown and say it's just gonna be a big cheer fest for Paul White. Yeah.
0: I, I let me say this though too about Christian. I think that what happened with him is when he came on the scene, there was a lot of flack when he came on. They're like, Oh, you're just gonna push a seven year out of the ring former WWE guy. Oh, to you the mean top. like
1: what WWE did wwe did with edge Edge? yeah Yeah.
0: exactly um i think that there was there was some blowback for that so tony khan beat and granted lately there's been some questionable things from tony but i think tony kind of read the fans on that one and then i think also too i do think it is because of an injury to ricky starks but i think too it could also be that tony khan wants to recover a little bit from the fans there's enough people in the title scene where you don't have to push christian right now no um and i think he's doing a great job in this storyline with uh team taz i agree so moving on to a, uh, a match that, uh, rhymes Adam hangman page versus Brian, the machine cage. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, there's, this is actually gonna be a good match. I think, um, you have two bright stars from the indie scene veterans on the indie scene. Um, they've have they've had matches before and you can clearly tell there's chemistry between them. They know how to handle themselves. The hard part that you're going to see here is that how much outside interferences are going to be because Adam page is quintessentially a dark order member. I mean, they're always up his butt wearing weird cowboy hats trying to get him to, I don't know, spoon with them. And then Brian cage, of course is a member of team Taz, but there's been turmoil with Brian cage and team Taz where they're not supporting him as much. Um, I think this boils down to the redemption for Adam page. He lost. That was a cool little thing. they did like a quick setup for this match to have him lose on television. That was really good. For outside interference. So I think the tables will turn. And unfortunately, I think the Dark Order is going to come out and interfere a little bit. And Adam Page is going to take it. But it's going to cause a rift between Adam Page and the Dark Order.
1: To get him back on yeah. a, single, a serious singles A page. serious singles push. I and, don't that, and he'll with that.
0: start getting pushed towards Kenny Omega finally.
1: Yeah, so nothing exciting for me either in this yeah. match. I, I think it's going to be exciting. Um, I think the match will be exciting, but my I basically echo what you just said. Yeah. Uh, Adam Adam Page is my favorite wrestler in AEW right now. Yeah. Um, and I hope he gets pushed. I was upset, I was upset when he lost that yeah. match. I was like, oh, no, what's going on? And then I was being a rube. Uh, they were, of course, just voting for the pay-per-view yeah. match.
0: Um, Did a good job, though. That was a very quick setup. Yeah. Very good booking. Yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah,
1: they are booking this well yeah. they, they goof up some things but this is going mm-hmm. really well but yeah i'm also picking uh hangman for this yeah.
0: one well i think too like you, you can't be perfect all the time especially with the wrestling promotion because not everyone's going to be happy clearly look what happened for the blood and guts i mean that was just a terrible ending to uh what i thought was a great match it just ended up being in a weird spot so we move on to another match and this is why i would say like this is kind of a low, low point in the card for I me. Mean, this might be the part where I go grab a beer or take a pee break to kind of come back and see what happens. Yeah, I'll come.
1: I'll come back for the end. <laughs> yeah, and it's no, it's no
0: jab at these guys at all because these are all very accomplished wrestlers. I like every one of them individually. But uh, the continued romance between Sting and Darby Allen then faces off against the new bromance of Scorpio Sky and All-Ego Ethan Page. I like all of these guys. I like Sting because of nostalgia. I like Darby Allen because he's reckless. I like Scorpio Sky because I think he's a champion. And I like Ethan Page because he's an ultimate heel. I like all of them. Um, I think Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page take this one. I think they're going to do some heel shit, and they're going to take it. Um, and hopefully that causes a little bit of a rift between Darby and Sting. I'd like to see them separate a little bit more because it's always like they get into something, they save each other, or they get into something, they save each other. And it's getting monotonous at this point. Mm-hmm. I just want to see... Something changed with that aspect. And I want to see Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page get pushes. Because you let Scorpio Sky uh, win the Face of the Revolution match. And then nothing. So Yeah,
1: yeah. that's actually my biggest problem with this match. Is I like all these guys. I like none of them in these tag teams, though. Yeah. Uh, Scor- Scorpio Sky seems like he got the brakes put on him being here. And so did Ethan Page. Yeah. Um, Darby's working fine. Because things more of his manager anyway. That's true. So uh, that's fine. But, like. And he can make up for where Sting is slowed down. Yeah, um, it should be a solid match. Uh, just there's no stakes in yeah. it for me. Um, but I I agree with you again. I think Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page are are going to sneak this one out. Maybe like a dirty hit on Sting or something. That's what I'm thinking,
0: too. It usually comes down to, you know, the Stinger keeps the baseball bat on him, and it's it's usually the thing that defeats him, too. Like, he he gets hit with his own baseball bat. I think that's what's going to happen here, especially because Scorpio Sky likes to do that, like, I beat you with your own shit kind of thing, so I think that's what's going to happen.
1: When I think, um, you know, Darby did just lose his title, so he could use a win, but you're if you're really trying to establish that heel tag team, you got to right let them get some wins, too. And if you pin Sting, it's not hurting Darby too bad. No,
0: not at all. Which – oh, there you go. You know what? That's what's probably going to happen. Sting takes the fall. Darby stays babyface. Uh and then that could probably set up some other stuff between. Yeah. I mean, maybe Darby. they just
1: roll into a solo. He like rolls into a solos program with yeah. Scorpio's guy because they had a match for the title back a few it's months really ago. Really good. Awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that's when you start to see Scorpio slowly take that heel turn, which I like Scorpio as a heel. He always had a cockiness to him that I really enjoyed. And now he gets to really embrace it. And yeah. I, I really, really like that.
1: He can play well on either side of the aisle. But
0: yeah. Do you he, see how Jack Ethan Page looks, by the way? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, it looks like he put on just like 10 pounds of sheer muscle. I'll tell you what he didn't do. Go to Columbus. This week. <laughs> <laughs> Look at, fucking vanilla cookie crumble ales and oysters and then tacos. <laughs> I, I, also, I did the same thing, man. And I wasn't even on vacation. I had a terrible day yesterday. Um, for those who don't know, I don't eat red meat because it just messes me up. But uh, yesterday I broke my own code and I had, uh, I had some grilled burgers. Nice. And I, I forgot why i missed it so much and then i had it and then i regretted it and and
1: then
0: then, yeah Yeah.
1: i was actually pretty good yesterday i ate fairly light and was just about to head to the gym and then memorial day party started (laughs) yes and i ate like four pieces of pizza and drank uh four beers or so
0: pizza is my downfall i do eat the cauliflower pizza it was uh, Sam's Pizza
1: in Canonsburg so oh, I had yeah. you have to pass it up.
0: Sam's Pizza is incredible. But other, than, yeah. other
1: than that I ate like a light salad yesterday. That's so yeah, good. Eh,
0: yeah. I went out to eat with uh, I was out doing my normal 9 to 5 with my partner and we went to a great sandwich shop out in Ambridge together. Ooh. It was great and we he gets he and I both get kind of the same thing and then I get fries on the side of mine like a sriracha fries on the side of mine and he gets a salad. And I look over and I'm like dude your sandwich is like a thousand calories. Why'd you get us out? And he's like, I'm an anomaly. <laughs> Just starts eating everything. Yes. So going on to the rest of the matches here, we have uh, Cody Rhodes, who's now the American dream, taking his uh, dad's moniker, which I think is really cool. I know people were like, that's stupid, but listen, anytime you can pay homage to your father and he's not a piece of shit, it's great. You know, uh, going against Anthony Agogo, who has established himself as a as a pretty dominant singles competitor, I mean, he's he reminds me of Crush, uh, uh you know, just having that one punch power. If you remember, uh, Crush used to do the heart punch, yeah. So, uh, Anthony Agogo has that body shot and it can kind of come that out of nowhere. Shot. It's yeah. really cool. Um, I'm you know, and I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb here. I, I want to say that Anthony Agogo takes this one because Cody Rhodes has been known to write himself into major losses. Um, he's an EVP. He kind of writes his own storylines. He's not in line for any title shots right now. And he needs to be written off because Brandy's about to have that baby. So what happens if he takes a liver shot and he can't come back? And then QT Marshall and the factory, wherever the hell they're called, just take over.
1: Finally, we disagree. (laughs) Uh, there's no way Cody Rhodes is losing this with the American dream moniker going in. Um, I do agree. He's going to be written off soon i thought he would have been written off uh a while ago <laughs> i thought it'd been written off
0: on the shack fight right yeah like just take your time man because he got he made so much money from that go big show with burnt chrysler
1: yeah uh burnt crystals
0: burnt crystal yeah like he made so much money with the fattest comedian working today uh, he could have took time off but hey listen cody Rhodes is a workhorse people give him shit for whatever i don't know, he bleeds too much whatever i like cody Rhodes a lot so
1: i like his in-ring uh actions his mic skills sometimes irk me the wrong way sometimes no it's not i don't even care about his speech impediment it's just like the like for this like why do we have to go all xenophobic against england like that war's done
0: um because <laughs> like, god bless america adam yeah,
1: I guess it's so. memorial, memorial day, day weekend, weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so it just seemed a little forced uh this time yeah. but his matches are always great and i, li- I yeah i like his in ring yeah and i like his storytelling in the ring um but yeah, I think he's gonna win. Hopefully, the factory goes back to uh, AEW Dark Elevation for some seasoning. Um, Maybe I don't know. I think I actually, just don't like the factory. I like I think it's the QT trap. Mar- I think QT Marshall is great. Yeah, in ring, the rest of them need some time. I
0: think it's the trap, and I think that's why I I agree with a lot of your your take on this. But I think what's gonna happen here is it's gonna be the curveball because every there's always a match on these cards. The curveball, and I think this is the curveball. I think it it looks like Cody needs to win this one, but I
1: just think there's something about it. Yeah, looking at it, you could be right.
0: Yeah, because the other ones are pretty much like – you can guess these ones, the rest of them. But I would love to see this – maybe I'm going to get heat for this. I don't know. I want to see Anthony Agogo win because I think in the factory, he's the best one. Uh, I think he has, he's, he, kind of, he's really, the most upset. Yeah, he's the he's the Ricky Starks of that group. Like, you didn't think there was too much going on, then all of a sudden he puts on a singles match. You're like, Jesus Christ, where'd this guy come from? So I think Anthony Goto can carry the match with Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes has experience, though. I mean, it's, it's going to be a really good match. Uh, I'm not mad with anyone who wins this one, but I think Anthony could take it. Um, speaking of matches that are easy to call as much as I hate to say this uh, Miro versus Lance Archer for the TNT championship Miro has to win that's that's it
1: um, yeah I'm sad that the first defense has to be Lance Archer because yeah. I really like Archer I um, love Archer hopefully it's just a hoss battle yeah. lots of stiff strikes uh, a good strong style match. Um, and they just hoss it against each other. Hopefully, Lance comes out looking strong. But yeah, I think yeah. he's going to come out with the loss on this one.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I think Lance is probably one of my favorite big men right now. Uh, I like his attitude, and I like he has that unique ability where he's definitely a heel, but he has baby face pull. Like people pop for him a yeah. lot. He it's his mic skills are okay, and he has jake the snake roberts on his side which you can't go wrong with that because he's most sadistic person that's ever put on which street
1: corner you go past yeah
0: well that was his past adam
1: (laughs) he's doing doing ddp yoga now
0: he he looked really good he looked really bad now he looks even worse and hopefully he does more yoga maybe he can do a headstand i don't know uh God, man. He looks really rough right now. He got pushed. You know, it was a few months ago. He got pushed by somebody and he fell down. And then the the, the wrestling segment went on for like eight more minutes. And he was him
1: in the background rolling like a like a turtle trying to get <laughs> – Just a, a really, really quick off-topic yeah. sidebar. Have you seen any of the AD and biographies they're doing on The Wrestlers? Yes. Have you seen the Macho Man one? Yes. So what the hell happened? When did they record Jake the Snake in that? It looked like he just came off the set for Just for Men. Yes. It was, and he had like a toupee on. It yeah. was –
0: Weird. It was very weird. That was like in his renaissance. Like he had that like brief period. I was like, I'm clean now and I'm trying to take back my life. And then they turn the cameras off and he's like <laughs> 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 he went right back to pay came off. The gut came back.
1: I mean, that one's for you mom Yeah. <laughs> c- c- coffee in the morning. <clears throat> he, <laughs>
0: he's, he's like the Connell Fed <laughs> mm. smoker oh you just fucked
1: up buddy oh i took
0: a job uh so yeah miro's coming out of this one with the title um i think miro can hold that title for a while and i think he could really set up uh something cool for uh, that mid card title
1: yeah i just don't know where lance goes from here and maybe we'll yeah. maybe when we do the post-op on this pay-per-view we'll have a better idea but like i yeah. see him primed for the t- like the heavyweight title me too the world title but I don't see him winning that right now either.
0: No. Like, well, I so think, too, with all the, all the rumors of AEW having that second show, so who maybe, knows? Maybe
1: another belt coming. Yeah, I maybe mean, another belt coming. Like, because
0: right now, if you look at, it, they just have they have like their the world championship and then the TNT championship. You could still have that like IC championship or like a TV title or whatever. I think that's a TNT title though. It's, it's like basically TV. the TV. Yeah. yeah. But, like you could you have some other titles come out too. uh The European title. It'd be cool. Kind of cool. They brought that one back. <laughs> the Canadian title. The Canadian title. Eh, sorry, boot that. Uh, the next match up here. I can't wait for this one. Uh, Hikaru Shida, the current AEW women's champion, who just got the new championship belt last night around her waist. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. It's well, going to no, look really good on Britt. It's going to look fantastic <laughs> on Britt. Pittsburgh pride, baby. Britt Baker, DMD, is taking that championship belt off Hikaru Shida. But I think it's smart to put the new belt on Shida. She deserves it. She carried that championship through the entire pandemic. Yeah, She's going to get her pop in front of live fans. And then she's going to drop that belt in glorious fashion to Britt Baker because Britt Baker has shown not only these past two matches she's had, but building up to those two matches that she is a legit wrestler. I can't wait to see what these two put on because Sheeta is a hell of a wrestler, Baker is a hell of a wrestler, and there's high stakes on the line. And if Britt Baker takes this over, the heel shit she's going to do. I yeah. can't wait. And that can bring about a nice nice feud with Big Swall, which I've been dying for. So, Britt Baker, Pittsburgh Pride, bringing that new belt back to the 412.
1: Yeah, I can't agree more. Uh, Hiroshita is a great wrestler too. She's yeah. probably my second favorite name Yeah. Problem is she's going up against my favorite. Yep. <laughs> so, uh Samesies. Yeah, so. Again, Pittsburgh Pride, go Britt. Yeah. Bring it home.
0: Bring it home, baby. And and I know you're going to have uh Reba not rebel there with you and she's gonna bring that crutch she hasn't fucking needed in two months.
1: <laughs> Tony Schiavone's best friend. Oh. <laughs>
0: the dynamic between Britt Baker and Tony Schiavone is probably one of my favorite things to watch right now. I like, listen
1: to his podcast all the time he's good. that he does. He has a huge crush on Reba not Rebel too. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He was the first person to like that post she just put up on uh Twitter and Instagram today. Yeah. Uh she she's like, Yeah, fuck all your haters and Tony Shavani like broke his phone trying to like it. <laughs> 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 Oh my God. So, going on to the next championship match we have here of the Young Bucks versus our homeboy, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley coming in for the AEW Tag Team Championships. I think you got to know the Young Bucks are going to do something heinous and they're going to win the titles. It's unfortunate to say. Yeah. But, it's, I mean, yeah.
1: my disdain for for them winning just proves that they're doing great heel work they are yeah um
0: who wears who wears dior fucking shoes yeah, I, <laughs> assholes yeah total assholes so uh
1: yeah i think the assholes are gonna win yeah. by uh nefarious means and i think this is where you see tama or somebody from japan come and I help hope. Uh, moxley and kingston out yeah i would like to see that too that would make the match memorable for me yeah. otherwise it's just they're getting beat down. I'm
0: gonna tell you right now though, Young Bucks are gonna win, but they're good. not gonna win because they're gonna out wrestle. They're gonna get their asses beat for oh, about yeah. twenty-five, it's, thirty. It's gonna minutes. be a great match. Yeah. I think Eddie Kingston and John Moxley are gonna just bring significant levels of not high risk, but just like stiff, stiff offense. It's gonna look it's gonna look like Eddie Kingston and John Moxley are gonna take take the titles and then it's like it's gonna be some the good brothers are gonna come in and do some stupid stuff, which by the way. The whole, like, Forbidden Door crossover thing, like, I'm enjoying it, but I wish the Good Brothers would learn just to not suck. Like, I don't know how else to say that. They're not doing the things I've known them to do in New Japan. And and Impact, when you watch them on Impact, they're awesome. What the fuck are they doing on AEW every night?
1: It's not even Carl Anderson, though. It's Luke Gallows is just such a big goofball. Yeah. It's it's weird.
0: Also, as a hat guy, talking to, I think, another hat guy... Uh, dude, get hats that fit your head Like, I don't know what you're I doing
1: I mean, I don't know if they make them I size. don't know, man well, that's, I, a big, that's a big boy
0: Bro, if you just go on the website before you order the hat You can measure your own head There's like a sizing chart for each one uh, Just check them out I just highly suggest next time before you buy a leather fedora That it can actually fit more than just the crown it's of your head on
1: the top of his head like he's Pinocchio Yeah, well it looks like
0: a yarmulke that's puffed up and i know that he's not jewish (laughs) because mjf fucking said so (laughs) (laughs) speaking of mjf we're going to go into the stadium stampede this is the second stadium stampede uh for the inner circle but the first one for the pinnacle um this is a very cool storyline um they they did touch on some nostalgia between the two factions with uh war games aka blood and guts which i thought was a great match until the ending which everyone which everyone harped on but then it can do you want chris jericho to die is that the only way you're gonna like a match i don't know yeah he went through what looks like cardboard
1: it was cardboard, it diamond,
0: was, plated cardboard. It was diamond plated cardboard cardboard. but do you want him to go through like a steel fucking step like i don't i want chris jericho to die and that's the only way my 60 I, bucks i think is that's worth a dumb it.
1: argument though like just don't do the. Do, don't, don't do, the do spot. that spot yeah just or do the spot.
0: do the spot and don't have that camera angle right yeah cut away where the cutaway do the cutaway
1: I mean, I felt just as ripped off when, oh, darn it. I don't remember who threw him off the cage. Remember when Rikishi basically landed in, like, the truck full of chicken feathers? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Was it Undertaker? It was Undertaker, okay. yeah. Threw Rikishi into, yeah. That was equally as lame. It like, was. But where, so if you have Rikishi going into the feathers and you have Jericho going into the cardboard, where do you put the sparklers?
1: In the toilet, In the like th- it's, the, it's the worst. <laughs> that was
0: the worst ending. Look, five four three two. <laughs> but I think you know, like I was, I was actually hyped up waiting for that, and then the sparkles came off, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I, I wanted to turn it off so bad, but. But it did bring us Eddie Kingston and John Moxley coming together, which was an okay thing. But yeah. back to this match. Inner Circle and the Pinnacle are going to go off on a stadium stampede. Which, And I've read, too, that it's going to be way less comedy than the first one when it was the Elite versus the Inner Circle. Which, Damn it. Yeah, and I <laughs> loved that. That was what made it funny. Uh, Matt Hardy getting pushed in the pool and going through all of his personas was really funny. Chris
1: Jericho putting the traffic cone on his head. Yeah. Pretending <laughs> to be the Wicked Witch. That's so good.
0: Or uh, whatever the uh, the hundred and ten yard uh continued suplex, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's bridging, he's bridging, he's bridging. It's like you were spamming it on WrestleMania two thousand. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know. To, I'm I'm glad it's a, a theatrical match because yeah. they can edit out the blading. Yeah, Jesus. Because <laughs> that was my biggest problem with blowing guts. It wasn't even the yeah the uh the fall off the top into the into the cardboard it was the blading they caught almost yeah. every guy blading and all the on boxes. camera like why yeah. do you cut to that camera?
0: Yeah it's like dude like it's who's in the back who's in the back who's ba- in the back who's in the back Tony Khan comes out and talks shit. go back there and man the cameras bud like you're a good bucker. Maybe that's what Jake the Snake does when <laughs> he's off camera. I'm gonna push buttons. <laughs> uh, push these buttons. That's my guess.
1: Jake the snake <laughs> is Jake, running the programming.
0: Be better at the camera work, man. Put down the donut oh, man. and push the right button. So anyway, I think in this, you have to see the inner circle take this. Um Yeah,
1: I, because the stip is if they lose, they're gone. They break right? up. Yeah. So yeah, you kind of force them into a win there because I would otherwise I would say the pinnacle. Yeah, I would again.
0: I would say the same thing. So uh, but it sets up a rubber match, which I don't know what you do at this point uh, for a rubber match because you already did blood and guts, which is huge. And then you're doing the state in San which is huge.
1: The only thing I could see happening, yeah. and I'm still picking the inner circle to win. Yeah. They could beat the inner circle to write Jericho off. That's true. To go do his Fozzy tour.
0: That's true. Or hear me out. This would be a great idea. Uh Inner Circle wins and then they do like a Jets and Sharks showdown. <laughs> you know? But it's just it's MJF and um Chris Jericho into leather strap match. That'd be cool. And yeah, like, then yeah. beat it, plays in the background. Right. It's not cool anymore. All right. I screwed it up. Main event time. All right. Kenny Omega versus <laughs> Orange Cassidy versus the bastard. Pac for the AEW championship. Kenny is the belt collector. Orange Cassidy is the master of sloth style. And Pac is just a bastard. Of these three, my favorite wrestler is Pac. I love Pac. Same here. Um, secondly is orange Cassidy because I like lazy people.
1: Uh, and it's smart that they put him in this match yep. for the live crowd. Cause he's going to get a huge,
0: huge pop, especially when he does all the little, like the slothy thumbs up and all that stuff. The hands in the pockets is going to be huge. Plus orange Cassidy and pack already had a great match at double or nothing a couple years ago. Right. And the crowd went cr- That, that spot where orange rolled back and forth through the, uh, it was so funny. Um, I think for this match, it, I am actually kind of up in the air about it. Because, I mean, I think it comes down to Omega and Pack. I really do. Um, but I think Omega is going to take it. Unfortunately, I'd like to see Pack win. I, you know what? Too, it'd be kind of cool to see Orange Cassidy hold that belt. It's just not going to happen here. Not yet. No. Um, it's going to be. It's going to come down to uh, Kenny Omega and Pack. And I think that Omega is going to pin Cassidy
1: for the I'm win. Just so grateful. There's not a goofy stipulation. I know. That. Christ. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I agree. I think Kenny Omega is going to hold that and hopefully just keeps it warm, keeps it warm, keeps heating it up until Adam Page can take it off. Of yes. Uh, and what's next? Uh, yeah. Whatever the next paper. All In, is that next? Yes,
0: All In is next. And uh, that will be live in front of fans in Chicago. Yeah. I just yeah. read that this morning. Uh, fantastic.
1: That's when I think Adam Page makes yeah. his move. Yeah. But, it- yeah. I will always root for Adam Page until CM Punk comes back.
0: Yeah, and and then all gears shift.
1: Well, no, then they'll just have to take the tag team to
0: the (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think Kenny Omega is going to take this one. I think it's also going to boil down to some heel shit. I mean, Kenny Omega has some pretty powerful friends. But I also think, too, Adam, this could be where at the end of the match you see somebody from the original Bullet Club come out.
1: It's Yeah, it's very possible to see that here, too. Um, Or maybe a second person. Maybe. I mean, I think overall this card is pretty – predictable it for is. the most part yeah um but i think there's going to be some surprise entrances some surprise returns yeah um and just some shock value for the especially since there's live attendance like they might yeah. have been holding on to a big name that they That's just true. haven't debuted yet um so i'm hoping for that sadly i don't get to watch this live because we are doing the family cookout yes. tomorrow night so i'm going to have to try to avoid spoilers until i get yes. home or until Monday morning.
0: Oh, don't worry. I'm gonna text the shit out of you <laughs> while I'm watching it.
1: <laughs> That's fine. I'll still watch
0: it. Uh, I think. I think this was a very safe card for Tony Khan. Very smart because in front of live fans, you don't want them to have any guesswork.
1: I think you want fans to come in and have a little bit of a predictable nature. Yeah, I will say there's not many tweener matches. Like you, definitely have face, heel, yes, like defined. Except yeah. that triple threat, like Pox, kind of yeah. A- a heelish face, but
0: he, he and Lance Archer have the same kind of thing going. Like they yeah. they just have that heel persona but they pop like a baby face. If
1: you if you push Lance Archer right, he would have the stone cold like face yeah. push. Like just a badass but the crowd loves him. Right.
0: Like I'm gonna do what I want to do,
1: and you saw that start to happen a little bit before, but like solidified in the Brody Lee Memorial Show when yeah. I mean, he came out in like the cosplay,
0: which was awesome. It was
1: it was yeah, it was great. And phenomenal. he kind of like always kind of stayed face, face ish without being like a goody two shoes. Yeah, since then,
0: so. yeah. I, I like that. I like that he took on. Uh, he was a savior for a couple times too. Like he was he was kind of aligning with. Darby Allen and John Moxley there for a hot second. Yeah, it
1: almost looked like he was going to like align with Sting for yeah. a second and Darby. And like... that kind of all fell apart yeah, too. Yeah, I don't know what's going on yeah. there.
0: Alright. Hey guys, thank you so much for our break- uh, listen to our breakdown. We are going to pause for some ads. Uh, hopefully you hear something you like and you can check them out because if you support them, you support us and we can bring you some uh, cool stuff. If anything else, we'll get back to you guys here in a few seconds. Bye! Welcome back. Just so you guys know, There has been an ongoing debate here since the last episode where we ate hot sauce and decided to answer the internet. And the one spot here uh, where I asked the guys, could you take, would you fight a horse-sized duck or uh, a hundred duck-sized horses? And Adam is adamant uh, that he could take a horse-sized duck while I don't think that I could win against either. I don't, but I think I'd rather fight the hundred duck-sized horses. But Adam, I I really got to know here. How the fuck are you going to take a horse-sized duck down?
1: I mean, is, was it hand-to-hand? Like I'll just shoot it with an arrow.
0: Well, okay. Let's say Can I let's, shoot it? Well, let's say this. Let's say this. Let's say. There's two different scenarios here. One, it's hand-to-hand combat. You don't get to have any okay. weaponry. What's well, he so-
1: doesn't have any hands, so I got the one up there.
0: Okay, he can fly.
1: He can't. I'll run inside. Like, he can't attack me from the air. So
0: you're telling me that <laughs> your your defense against this fight is that I'll run.
1: I'll just be near a barn, yeah, and just run in the barn. You're
0: telling me you don't think a horse-sized duck is going to take out the front end of a fucking barn and come get you?
1: No, no, he can come in, but then he's land- like he can't f- take off again.
0: So then, you want to trap yourself in a barn with a horse-sized duck? Yeah, with a, a beak made of steel.
1: Well, where, did he, where? When did he turn into the Terminator duck? He's not a Terminator, dude. Duck bills are hard as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, you just gotta get you gotta hit first, hit first, hit hardest.
0: Okay. I know you <laughs>
1: think I'm delusional, but yeah. I, and I'm not saying it's.
0: How many beers did you I'm have not, before I'm, you came to this show?
1: Uh, none. Well, one. 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 one.
0: We, yeah, we had one.
1: Um, but no, it's. It's what would you, what do you think you could take?
0: Oh, well, no, no. I'm beyond that. We are focused solely on the horse-sized duck. And I got to know how the hell, th- I want, what's your battle plan? Shoot it. You can't shoot it. Oh. If it's hand-to-hand, you're in an open field. It's hand-to-hand combat. How are you killing a horse-sized I'm, duck?
1: I punch it in the neck. It's got a big neck then. Well, yeah. So throat punch as hard as I can. Okay. It's going to start ha, ha gagging. I'll have a bag of rice throw it in its mouth you have a blows bag of up. rice yeah because it blows up the pigeons that's pigeons well, it's a, it a horse size if you duck. can blow up a pigeon you can blow up a duck yeah it's the, the dodgeball si-
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you can dodge some rice
1: you can blow up a duck i i think though what you're i think you're i just don't like birds can i be honest i just don't like that <laughs> bi- i don't like birds I have a fear are of... are hating birds? I have a fear of emus and ostriches. Well, cause they're huge. Yeah. So how do you not get scared of a horse sized? I'm duck? Not scared of them, I hate them. I want to make that very clear. Fight them, yes. Yeah.
0: So to be very clear, there's no fear.
1: I am scared. Well, no, I'm scared of them too, but I like not yeah. in a runaway type of way. Just like okay. get away from me. BAP. Like
0: Okay. So I just want to make a couple things very clear here.
1: I want to make one thing really clear, though. Yeah. I, I, to start this off, I just picked that I'd rather fight that over 100 horses. And you and jo- You were getting taken down by 10 rats. Yeah. So how do you think you're beating that's, 100? That's
0: totally different. I didn't say I was going to beat 100 horses. I'm just saying I think I had a better shot at 100 See, yeah, horses. See, I think I had a
1: better shot at uh, horse-sized duck.
0: But we're beyond that now. We're talking about just the, this horse-sized waterfowl. Yeah. Kill it. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can't. There's
1: there's rear naked choke. It can't. You're going to rear naked choke a horse-sized duck. Figure four? I don't know what you want me to say. There's so many options. Crippler crossface. That works. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit.
0: RIP, I guess. I don't know. Uh, So I'm just going to say this. I feel that there's no way you can beat a duck of a horse's size unless you have weaponry.
1: I mean, a horse's size is also very... uh, Re- subjective. Like I
0: guess a, a horse is huge. Well, there's
1: like Clydesdale's, and then there's, there's like the ponies horses. at kids' parts. No, I'm not even going to mini horse, that's ridiculous. You're not yeah. gonna give me a mini horse size duck. Uh, what if it's just like a, a kid's birthday party horse, science is a
0: thing. I could probably get you duck. I can get you a mini horse size like duck. Like the I duck's
1: think. doing nothing with its feet. All it's got is the beak. I have one thing And to avoid. wings. It has got big wings, wings. They pillows out of duck wings. Well not duck not wings. Goose. goose wings. But it's soft. <sighs> It's not about how soft
0: oh my God. the wings are. It's about – it has the ability to fly above you and swoop down. You're telling me you've never been to a park and, like, someone was feeding ducks and you just see how ravenous they get when they see something that they want?
1: But that's kids that are asking for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to say we got to agree or disagree on this one because you're going to stand steadfast and I believe – With
1: just ridiculous accusations. I have no basis for my, what I'm saying here. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to give in that a duck's going to beat me up.
0: I'm going to fully say this, Adam, and it's nothing against you because we'd both be in the same boat. If there is a horse-sized anything, you and I are going to die.
1: The shame of it all is I don't even like duck meat, so it's just going to rot like there meat? in the barn after I kill it.
0: Well, You can just give it to me. I love duck do meat. Do I have to
1: kill it or do I just like have to ma- I was just going to make it tap out. I don't even want to kill it
0: do ducks have the reasoning ability to understand what tapping out means?
1: I'll just check it.
0: I'll, punch it. <laughs> I'll lightly punch until it passes out. <laughs> Bronx zoo murdered a panda. <laughs> so we put it out to the fans about how they thought they could do it. And we did get some responses here. Uh, of course, going, we didn't put any parameters on it to be like, you know, you're restricted to this. You could do that. So uh, someone said, you have to bring it down with ground to air missiles, which I, See, think, I wasn't
1: allowed to have weapons.
0: Right. We, and that's what I'm saying. Like,
1: if you know you, I'm a skilled archer. I could shoot that. I could, yeah, I could wing that thing easy.
0: We all have secret talents, and the ones that you possess are like Avengers style, and I, it makes me nervous. Yeah, it's a,
1: I, I I I'm basically John J. Rambo if he had a donut problem. <laughs>
0: yeah. First blood, nah, man. First schmear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the other one, Jelly uh, J. Rambo here. <laughs> I'm missing about a foot of height, and I have about 100 pounds on him and all fat.
0: <laughs> they took his donuts. He took their lives. Jelly J Rambo. Jelly J Rambo. That's
1: my new nickname now. <laughs> I can- oh, no, I can't give it to myself. Shit.
0: Coming to you live from the Jojatorium. it's Matt and Jelly J Rambo at a Batch Line. <laughs> so the next suggestion here we had was uh, get a fire pit and roast that punk bitch. Yeah,
1: sorry, um, I, I, well, I, I mean, you could do that. I'm not going to do that. I don't like duck meat. Well, it's too I- greasy. I still
0: think it goes to like, this person's thinking ahead. Like I beat the thing, and now I'm just gonna roast it on a on an yeah, open pit. You know,
1: I'm gonna just set up a fire pit, and that that, that duck's gonna bird. jump in. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: I I want like this is cool. I mean, it's a great way to cook it, and invite me over. I'd love to have a plate. But I, like, I don't know. I just don't see a feasible way to take it down without weaponry. Um, and here you go. It's bigger than you. It can fly. Its beak will break every part of your body it touches. All advantages, duck. And that's what I'm basing it off of. It can fly and swoop down and like peck you to death.
1: Um, I, I've watched a lot of Bruce Lee movies. I think I can get out of the way.
0: Listen, man, you have solid archery skills. I've seen you throw kung fu kicks. <laughs> stick to the fucking bow and arrow.
1: I can avoid those shots like Conor McGregor, yeah. Poirier, too.
0: <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. Just stick your leg out and just get eaten. Just get uh, I
1: do agree that a duck that size would probably break my bones. Yeah. Uh,
0: I. Well, the other thing too is like it has to adopt some extra strength too, because it, like, it can't just be as strong as a duck to be a horse's size. It has to be as strong as a horse to support all the weight. So it have to yeah. be stronger to a certain degree too. I think that's yeah, what yeah, I'm basing yeah, it fine. off
1: of. Yeah, make it a superhero duck. That's fine.
0: I'm not making it. A superhero.
1: <laughs> I'm already being fantastical. It's a horse sized duck. Yeah, you know, I'm
0: kidding. <laughs> Uh, hand to hand, it's a tough call. I can use weapons because a thing can fly. I'm going to win. Which, okay, so you're calling it Even Stevens. Like, okay, if it can fly and it can peck you to death, then you should be able to have weaponry. So I say, if you can have weaponry, but you can't have missiles, clearly, that's that's crazy talk. I think
1: this fan should just get the gift of flight and try to take it out in the air.
0: There you go. Oh, yes. there you go. So, horse-sized duck versus malfunctioning suit Iron Man. Yes. <laughs> Jarvis,
1: <laughs> I'm not. I'm already not a big fan of flying in general. When I'm yeah. in a plane it's uh, flown terror. by a professional pilot, if I yeah. had an Iron Man suit, I'm breaking myself.
0: Also, too, like to be in that Iron Man suit and like one of the arm jets just goes. <laughs> he's like, like, oh god!
1: It's just spiral. a barrel. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> <sighs> um,
0: and lastly, and this is a question we've kind of been pondering already: uh, if I kill it, do I get to eat it? I say yes.
1: Yeah, I didn't even read ahead on these questions. Sorry, yeah. I just jumped into the. That's okay. I don't like duck. Yeah, I figured you get stuck there, but yeah. it's okay because I knew. Which is a shame because a turducken sounds amazing. Yeah, and I love turkey and I love chicken, but I'm not. What is it about turkey? Duck,
0: duck meat you don't like? It's
1: gr- It's gre- It's just got like this greasy factor mm. to me, and it's like a slight fishiness. Yeah, it's, like to it's me, game-y. duck almost comes off like uh, I've had alligator before.
0: Yeah, it's a similar similar texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could agree don't with like that. Either. I would. Oh, I, this is where we differ too. I love alligator nuggets.
1: Oh, if they're deep fried and Delicious. I can like put some uh, hot sauce on them, yeah. then I'll or like
0: that them. dip you had from Columbus. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, other than that, you guys did send them some other uh, questions, comments, and whatevs. So uh, the first one we have here is: What is your perfect summer lineup for beers? Um, so I'll let you. I'll let you yeah. take this
1: one first because I'm not sure if you want to go styles or like. I so
0: much, I so much styles. I think I go like very specific. So actually okay. I just had one that I just put into my top three and it's a uh, last episode. I brought Connie Creek. I was lucky enough when I sat down that uh, the wonderful bartender, Miranda brought me uh, a pint of summer ale and said, you have to try this. So I did. And that summer ale is perfect. Uh, it's fantastic. I really enjoy it. Um, nice light on the wheat. Um, it's, it comes in at like four, seven or something like that. It's just really crushable, nice sweetness to it. I would say that's number one for me, the summer ale from Connie Creek, uh, always. And I, this is my only commercial beer. I really consume a lot. Line and Couglas Le- Le- lemon shandy. Uh, just cause it's, it's a staple. Uh, everyone in my house can drink it except for the kids, of course, because that's illegal. And then being a homer, I'm going to say it. Uh, bash brew makes a, sh- a beer called dad shoes <laughs> and it's up there. Um, I definitely
1: wasn't picking that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm picking Dad Shoes. Uh, and not because I helped make it, even though I do, I am lucky enough to get to do that. But I will say that Dad Shoes, uh, it it is as good, if not better, than the line, line and Kugel Lemon, lemon Shandy. Uh, so those are my top three summer beers. I'm more of a fruity kind of summer beer guy. And then, uh, honorable mention, 21st Amendment's Heller High Watermelon is another
1: one that I really like. Don't do watermelon, but that yeah. is a good one. Thank you. That is a good watermelon, but yeah. just not a fan. So locally I don't have like a beer I go to but there are some breweries that I think do crispy beers really well. Yes. Uh so I do like a good crispy in the summer when it gets really hot when even the session IPAs are just a, not thirst quenching enough. Um good crisp best place I've gotten a crispy in a long time is Burgers Brewing. Um they're out of and Opal, but they also have a tap room in Lawrenceville. And I Ooh, think nice. they just announced they have another one coming. I'm not sure the location. Yeah. But, yeah, they make some great, like, cream ales and uh, just traditional clear beers. Oh, nice. Um, great stuff. Uh, 412 has a really good Mexican lager on right now. That's, oh, yeah. I had it. That's great. So good. Um, I, Abjuration always mm-hmm. comes through with the crispy. Like, they're known for their hoppies and their weird yeah. adjuncts, but they do some good traditional stuff. They too. certainly do. Their multi-amber ear ale is not overly caramely yeah so that hits the spot That's a good
0: one. especially on those nights where you have the little bonfire going yeah, yeah. but a little bit of warmth in the so chest
1: i can't pick one locally i kind of yeah. travel around but my one i go to at like a baseball game or anywhere that has natural light K craft beer tent no 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 <laughs> <laughs> and i might get some hate for this because it's kind of uh yeah. out of my zone but the dogfish head sea quench
0: oh yeah is my yeah. favorite summer beer. yeah right. i will say that the sea quench was my uh my step into sours yeah and it's uh Made with sea salt, very delicious. Don't have
1: any here today, but a future yeah. brew day, I think we will have a yes. case of that on hand.
0: So good, uh, and also defeats heartburn. Like I use the sours; yeah. if I have too many of them, sometimes I get a little bit of heartburn. Sequench, never had not I, never had it.
1: I don't know if it's because it's like that black lime instead yeah. of a traditional lime. I don't know yeah. why, but I don't get it either with
0: yeah. that one. Which, like other ones, and you know, like I like I tell you right now, I have the uh, um, the yinzer sorbeto Yeah. delicious. Heartburn. Those are Heartburn yeah. City. Heartburn City. I mean, City.
1: I have, like, I'm really um, sensitive to it. So even if yeah. I get, like, a double dry hopped IPA, I'll, I'll start get to get some yeah. Heartburn.
0: There. Oh, yeah.
1: So, those, yeah, those sours usually wreck me.
0: So the second question we have coming in here. Um, so we are getting very close to some really cool events. Um, so people are wondering, what can we expect to see when we come to see Bash Brew in competition? Um, I like to believe that means, like, what we bring to the competition and also how we are at the competition if i could
1: yeah that. i mean we are gonna bring some strange ones uh, out the gate i know of two competitions we're doing now yeah and it's gonna be a, a lot of adjuncty ones uh, a lot of fruity uh fruity beers with fruit puree in them and stuff um so off the wall stuff we don't want to blend in with the crowd uh we're coming for the crowd vote not yeah. the judge vote
0: that's because adam is the people's champion yeah
1: i think i think in two in 2022 you might see us bringing like an adjuncty one and a traditional trying yeah. to uh you know yeah. just step up our traditional we game. did
0: step into the game with cream ales and yeah. i thought we made a really good one
1: yeah i think you'll definitely see that in competition summer yeah. 2022
0: oh yeah that and i'll be honest
1: with you it's a tasty one yeah but it's, as far from us if you hit us early you'll get a lot of uh good feed uh, like a good good information about the beer yeah. um i bring all the stats if you have questions about what hops are used or yeast are used or how we brewed it i'm always uh looking forward to talking about that it gets a little sloppier as we go into yeah. the competition because i enjoy the beers along with the rest of you guys and i try to always have a designated driver on hand mm-hmm. um but i will still enjoy uh Talking to you about the beer, it might just take a little longer to get the words out of my mouth towards yeah. the end.
0: And also, too, if you get there early enough, I mean, we usually have enough, like, cool little swag and gear as we're going through. Yeah. But if you get there early enough, uh, Adam's wife makes all the art for all the bottles and everything. And there's, like, always tons of stickers. Um, and, we, and we usually tend to bring the stickers that go along with the beers that we have. But we also bring, like, some throwbacks or some new stuff. And uh, I have – Uh, The kicking kitty Porter sticker, and I rock that thing, man! Like it's, it's so cool. Um, and the scene is really awesome. So yeah, if you catch us early, like we're, I'll I'll say this too. I'll go on a limb. I'll say we're pretty fun. When you come over to us, we're very excited. We want you to try what we've made, and we get very excited when you make the oh my god, this is good face. Yeah.
1: And we, I get excited when I get critiqued. Yeah. I lo- I love some. Uh, I don't. Not quite. Neg- <laughs> I mean, ne- even negative feedback. Like, yeah. oh, I was hoping there was going to be more of this or less of this. I, hey, I'll take an I'll take a note on it. Because yeah. if I hear it enough, then I know. They hey, that's it. what the yeah. yeah, that's what the public so wants.
0: So direct all negative feedback to Adam because he can handle <laughs> it. I can't. I'm sensitive. Yeah, and I
1: think uh, you can expect uh, myself, the first lady of bruise, my wife Lori, and mm-hmm. Matt at most competitions. Yeah. um, I don't know what we're going to be doing a lot this year, so I don't know what Lori's work schedule is going to be. But yeah. if uh, if she's not there, Matt will yeah. probably be there, and most likely all three of us will be at most of
0: these. Yeah, so. I like to believe that we would be there, and and also too, like we we just want to have some fun. Like we yeah. work really really hard before we go to these competitions. It's it's a lot of work to get there. So when we get there, it's almost like that's our relief. Once yeah. all the hoses are hooked up and we know that lines are running well. We just want uh, to have fun. I'm ai oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm a
1: control freak until those, until the uh-huh. board starts pouring and, and pouring, and then I just melt away, and There's, I'm just enjoying myself.
0: I can almost see the steam coming off of you whenever, like, everything's set up and the first beer comes through clean out of the tap. I can almost, like, see the stress. <laughs> I'm
1: just depressurizing.
0: Yeah, it's like, <laughs> pff, it just comes off of you, and then you're like, who wants a beer? walking around all the tents and stuff and all, yeah so when we get out to the beer competition yeah just come out and hang out with us ask us questions
1: yeah and peek behind yeah. the curtain we have uh two mm-hmm. in september uh we have a private event in october yep. that we're doing and then we have one scheduled for november now yeah and uh to get into it uh on a technical level we up upgraded our system that we talked about um on this podcast previously mm-hmm uh over a year ago and it was for the purpose of doing these shows so yeah. we will be hitting as many as we can yes. until <laughs> we open a professional brewery yes and then we will still hit as many as we can but yes. it'll probably be less um but yeah I, as as long as i'm a home brewer i want to yeah. i just want to get to as many as i can within a uh certain hour radius and mm-hmm. uh uh, we hope to see you all there
0: i like to believe that whenever we open up the brick and mortar that i'm going to be the mobile squad <laughs> like, yeah. i'll have the pony box yeah
1: you just you take the jockey box everywhere you yeah. go <laughs> it's like who are we going to see the competition matt <laughs> oh and i forgot uh we are still planning and if if plans change we will edit this uh edit, edit it in a future episode but uh july 3rd we're planning on tailgating yeah. the pirates games mm-hmm. we're actually working on a collab today. With the Hop Nation USA podcast and First Sip Brew Box. Lovely
0: gentlemen coming here to see how we do what we do, bring their ideas to us, and big collaborative effort. I'm actually so excited. I was excited to do this podcast, but I'm just as excited to do the brew.
1: So as it gets closer to July 3rd, check our socials. We'll try to figure out uh, beforehand where we're going to be parking. If we can't, we will let you know early that day. Yeah. Um, Come on and get a beer before you go into the game or... Yeah. Just come pay for parking, hang for a little while, and leave.
0: Or yeah, <laughs> like, or just my, come try some beer. We'll be we'll just be yeah. serving samples up. My suggestion is Uber down yeah. to us um, because here's what happens, guys. We don't take money. We just have beer, so that means you get to show up and just have beer uh make adam happy make me not have yes, to bring full kegs home because lifting full kegs hurts our shoulders especially at the end of the day oh yeah especially when we're tied up and we need to take ubers yeah. um so the last question we have here before we move on to an email is uh kind of reminiscent of what we did with basketball but we have a start sit cut for wayne gretzky gordy howe and le magnifique mario lemieux adam this is, a t- this, is a, this is tougher than basketball because this these are all incredible. This is tougher than basketball
1: because I respect all these well, – I don't disrespect the basketball players, but I love hockey. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, number 66. Yeah. But I am starting the great one, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Um, You can't not. But when he goes down with an injury, coming in off the bench will be Mario Lemieux because yes. I'm sitting him. Yeah. Um, And Gordie Howe, like, he had a great career, man. Roll into retirement. I mean, I know he just yeah. passed away.
0: Rest in peace. This year, I think. I yeah. mean, he lived well. A long time. A long,
1: long time. Yeah. And played a long, long time. So much respect for the great Gordy Howe, but yes. I'm going to cut you. So very funny. I Real... sound bad. I'm not coming at you with a knife. I'm just cutting you from the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: funny. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you. Funny story about this one. I have a relative. Um, She's a big hockey fan. Her, her kids played hockey. I have cousins that are very skilled. They played in the Junior Olympics and stuff like that. Uh, all Pittsburgh boys. So I will say, though, that I've never heard her use the word fuck but two times. And one time is whenever something really bad happened and she said it. But I I was younger. I was, like, 15, and I was talking to one of her sons, and we were talking about hockey. And at the time, like, I didn't really know, like, how to differentiate on stats and stuff. I just knew, like, who was really good and who wasn't. So I kept saying, like, Wayne Gretzky's the best. He's the best. He's always been the best. And my aunt, who's like all of four foot 11, like stuck her head into the living room. She's like, Wayne Gretzky was a fucking cherry picker. And then she put her head back into the kitchen to make us whatever we were going to eat. So that she said that makes me want to say that I'm going to start Mary Lemieux. I'm going to sit Wayne Gretzky. I think they're interchangeable. And I do have to cut uh, Mr. Howe. I, I think that uh, Gordy had a phenomenal career, but I don't think. If we're looking at like today's metrics, right. He, I mean, he dominated his era, but I still think that the style of play of Gretzky and Lemieux would still translate now. Um, They would give some of the top scorers a run for their money. Especially Lemieux. He brought that big ass body to the ice, man. You don't score five goals in five ways with being a little punk. Yeah. So, Truth. we uh, we have uh, an email here. Uh, hey, boys, uh, do you all have a bucket list? And if so, what is on it? If you procrastinated and didn't make one, make one up right now. Dance for my entertainment monkeys. Dance. Um,
1: they must have knew I was on vacation. Yeah, they're like,
0: <laughs> Adam's taking some time away. Let's ask a complicated question. First off, you're asking me to face my mortality, which is a very uh, damning question. Cause yeah. I don't know what happens whenever the lights go out. But, regardless... Um, I've already crossed some things off my bucket list. I
1: mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know what people typically have on their I mean, mine's very like, I'm very happy yeah. relationship wise. Right. Um. I like, I mean, my possessions are fine. Yeah. I'm good with what, it, where I'm really unhappy and where I really like focus is like my profession. Yeah. So of course on my bucket list is to have a successful yes. brewery of about, uh, seven barrels to 10 barrels nothing too big but something good. big enough to live off of yeah um not saying you can't live off of smaller but just that's where i want to end is it like seven to ten yeah it's not where i plan on starting um starting at then, seven to ten I'm like I what guess, are you hiding from me This <laughs> is like a fun thing for me i mean th- there's a lot of travel on my bucket oh, list. oh of course so like i want to go to alaska i want to go to iceland uh, i want to hit like the uk yeah. like england uh, scotland ireland um, but the biggest thing I want to do is go to Germany for Oktoberfest. That'd be
0: sick. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, travel is definitely on mine too. Uh, but I'll say too, like, I agree with you. Like I have a house, I have a wife, I have kids. Those were like three things growing. I was like backtracking a little inside scoop to me. We grew up very poor. So like I didn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's weird for me. Cause like yeah. last time I probably thought about it, I was like 20 and I'm yeah. like, oh, I want this car and I want a house. Right. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. And then, like you get those things, and you're like And I Avril
1: wa- Lavigne, like oh she gonna fall alone, yeah. and like everything. scooter boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like, I grew up really poor, so there was like times where like the lights were gonna get turned off and shit. So I was like, that's why I was like, I want a big house, I want this fancy car. Like I have a reasonable car, I have a modest house, I have a wonderful wife, I have cool kids. So that's always awesome. Travel for me is like the number one thing I want to do outside of all of that. But I just want to, I want to. Go to every uh, hockey barn. Oh, that yeah. would be great. Just, like, every team. Yeah, like how
1: pe- I mean, a lot of people do the baseball stadium yeah. and the football stadiums. I want to do all the hockey arenas. Awesome. I think
0: that would be really fun. Ooh, I
1: think I've only been to t- t- two. Yeah. Three, if you count. I wasn't for a, One wasn't for a hockey game. That I went to a concert in, <laughs> yeah. in uh, Columbus. That counts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to
0: see what they all look like. I want to see what everyone else's barn looks like. I've been to a couple baseball stadiums, and it was always fun going to other stadiums.
1: Yeah, I've been to a few more baseball yeah. stadiums than I have uh, hockey arenas. Well, I think that would be cool.
0: Baseball games are reasonably less expensive.
1: Yeah, and their baseball season takes place in the majority in the summer when yeah. you're already traveling so like if you're two games yeah like, yeah so like if you're in a city most likely you can you catch can a game. game yeah not um, saying that that's an easy feat either but no hockey's no. a little more uh it's niche i think it takes a little more yeah. effort
0: it yeah. does you really gotta plan you gotta plan your days out not I, I and your it. finances oh Yo, yeah that's really it's expensive. not cheap um like i know right now what like to even get into the penguins right now you're probably not getting in blitz. oh it's
1: it's free right now i mean it's lot the doors are locked but what do you mean? Pens in <laughs> <and> nine. <laughs> R.I.P.
0: to a season that I thought was more promising. So I say like, yeah, like bucket list, like it, the grandiose thing of like, I want to go to Egypt or whatever. Like, I don't. Yeah, I, don't, I don't, mean, don't
1: have that. Like, that that makes me anxious. Like, that's why yeah. I like. Iceland, yeah, Ireland, the other countries that speak English. Yes, like, so I don't feel lost, uh. and that like a beer, and then I'll go way out of my comfort zone and go to Germany, like. Yeah.
0: like <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you could go to that one place where they filmed. Uh, oh, was it a uh, hostel. hostel? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like I know what you're going to freaking say. So let's go there.
0: Uh, so cheap Airbnb. Oh, what's this big swinging blade? Oh, it's like it's really clean. Everything else is kind of dirty, but that blade's pretty clean. Thank goodness they have all these straps. I forgot my belt at home. <laughs> free, free sex and vodka? Here? Honey, get the kids. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of bucket lists... Because buckets are containers, and beer goes in containers.
1: <laughs> Drive a truck through that truck. Oh, yeah.
0: Segways are tough. <laughs> Adam, can you please tell the lovely people at home what's on tap here in the Jojatorium?
1: Yeah, we're on our second keg of Jojanator on tap one. That's our Orange Blossom Honey Double IPA. The New Zealand Pilsner is getting low on tap number two. That's our 5.8 pil- Hoppy Pilsner. On tap number three, we have our Mom Jeans Mimosa Inspired Ale. We're also on the second keg of that. And new to the taps this week is oh, the retired triple agent, R.I.P. Conald. It's our pineapple jalapeno triple IPA yes. that is ten point two percent. Yes, and if that if those flavor profiles
0: kind of scare you or the ABV kind of scares you, the ABV we can't we can't denigrate that. The ABV is there. It's it's over ten percent, but. Hey, that's it's, what makes it a triple. Yeah, it's not it's not overly spicy. It's not overly sweet. It's very even. The color is very opaque. I it's a great. Beer. I don't think it's very
1: boozy either. It's no. a juicy, yep. slightly hoppy. You definitely get the flavor of the jalapeno yes. pepper, but and the pineapple, but it's not spicy. It's either. not overwhelming. I would say
0: you could close your eyes, pretend it's a double. It it, it has it has the flair of a double, but it has the content of a triple. Yeah. Let, let me tell you, stirring that thing was not easy. Yeah. Um, so if you want to find out what else is going on in the brew lab, you can follow Adam at bash underscore brew on all social media, and you can also find him on untapped. And if you want to know what's happening here in the Jojitorium with the boys, all you have to do is follow us at Decay and WTB on all social media. its Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to send in your listener emails, Decay and WTB at gmail.com. And until next time, ladies and gents, cheers.
1: Cheers. Quack. <laughs> You're still not kidding them.